how do we know that artificial intelligence as we know it today is actually a woman? Uh, it's because it's never wrong and it's not interested in us at all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to IT Misfits Stand Up Stand Up, where tech professionals and comedy intersect in a daily stand up meeting. Each episode has two parts. First, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and second, an open mic where each comic performs a joke, story, motivational tale, with everybody getting about a minute on stage. Each day, we have a new subtopic and new comedy, building up to Friday, where we each present a full bit crafted from the week's ideas. This isn't just a podcast, it's a weekly journey from story to funny, at least we hope. I'm joined by my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens and Matt Campisi. My name is Jerry Black. The topic for the week was artificial intelligence and the specific topic for this nice light Friday is movies that had artificial intelligence in them. And then I, my, my thought was not only movies that had artificial intelligence in them, but how close do we think we are to that artificial intelligence, um, either you know positive or negative as depicted uh, by the movie. So um, I picked out a couple, I went with uh, Tron and really maybe Tron the, the reboot a little bit because in the reboot, they really talked about how um, the 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 computer started creating other programs and and whether or not it was life and that sort of deal it was really cool um, to the kind of that sub concept or that concept in the in the film. Um, how close are we to that? I mean, it certainly seems like these things could self replicate fairly easily. I think we actually are currently stopping them from doing that. Uh, but they're still in the in the programmatic form, which actually in the movie they are as well until and until the end. And the, I don't want to put any spoilers in there, but but the um, uh, I don't I don't think we're that far off. That would seem to me like like that might that might be happening. Um, maybe it's happening behind closed doors. I don't know if you guys remember that story where Facebook engineers created these. I guess I would call them bots, and they were I think they were scanning through. Um, through posts for maybe for negative stuff. I don't remember exactly what they were doing, but anyways, they allowed them to talk to each other. And uh, before too long, they had created their own language that none of the engineers could figure out what they were actually saying to each other. And, but they were clearly communicating to each other in, in the language that they found to be you know, like the most efficient language they could come up with and making decisions based on that. And it got to the point where it got too spooky. And so they severed the connection and turned them off. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. So, so, I mean, it, it, are we that far off from that one? I don't know. The other one, and I just rewatched it the other week, um, was War Games, which, if you recall, in War Games, I mean, this is way back, right? But mm. War Games was Joshua, was the artificial intelligence, and it was programmed into our nuclear defense uh, and nuclear attack, uh, you know, um, system. And they started the movie with these two guys in a like in a in a base or in a submarine, and they could not convince the two of them to launch the missiles. And so we're going to put an artificial intelligence system in here that won't have that level of remorse, that level of concern for human life, and it will launch the missiles. And then you know the problems ensue, and ultimately 
the system doesn't realize it's not just playing a game. Uh, and so, and then it doesn't realize that <clears throat> sort of this, this multi, you know, sort of uh, layered kind of uh, failure of the system. But anyways, that one to me, do we have artificial intelligence that is controlling any part of our, the military complex or um, military tools or anything along those lines? And I would, my guess is yes, I'm clearly not in that world. Uh, I don't know anything about it anymore than I would have read on the internet, so I don't have any insight. Uh, so please don't come after me for sharing anything. <laughs> yes, I was, never the, I was never in the military. Uh, so, um, but uh, it does seem like um, that where we are today, you would expect them to be significantly further than us. And with as fast as it is learning and proving and, and changing, man, I would think that it would be, it, it has to be, if it's 20 years ahead of us in, you know, in, if the military has something that's 20 years ahead of us, I can't even imagine what, what their artificial intelligence is capable of doing, is able to control, is able to manage. And man, you start getting some of those dogs or reapers or drones or any of those things and they're controlled. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm glad I'm an American, not, not against us in, in some way, shape, or form, I'll tell you that. So anyways, those were my two. Um, let's start uh, today with Matt. Matt, do you have a, a movie that you were thinking of? Thank you for bringing up War Games. That's like literally one of my most childhood favorite movies. So in that same genre, 1985, Weird Science. Ah! So science, Anthony Michael Hall uh, used his computer to build a, uh, a female a companion. Uh, one of the things that's interesting, and this is where I think a lot of people get AI and machine learning confused. And if you rewatch the movie, he actually starts inputting things like, I want her to look like this, her legs, this body part, and he's shoving, kind of scanning it into the computer. And if you know how machine learning works is where you scan in like 10,000 things that you like, and then 10,000 things of what is wrong. So think of like a, a, a tumor, a cat scan of your brain. Here's 10,000 brains that look good. Here's 10,000 brains that have tumors so that it learns. So uh, I, I like it, even though we're not talking about machine learning, but I liked the fact that it was he inputs things to help his program learn what he likes, which is ah. body parts on females. And then, and, you know, this 16 year old kid, you know, back in 1985 had enough computing power, which is amazing on his amazing 64 to create a uh a cyborg female in in the form of kelly lebrock which yes yeah amazing that his computer was able to do that maybe that's where the government was back then and this is a question of does what is it is art follow well i don't even remember is art follows something or does something follow art i don't remember what it is (laughs) uh culture society following it anyways um yeah it's one of those things right like uh, somebody made the argument one time, this is a little bit off topic, but it was, um, they, they made a show and it was something like, um, like Captain Kirk saves the world or Captain Kirk something explores space. I don't remember, but it's, uh, it was the actor that played Captain Kirk, um, uh, William Shatner. And he said he, he was interviewing scientists that were literally rocket scientists, NASA scientists, et cetera. And the, the, the idea of the show was taking William Shatner and having him inter- interview these people. And how much impact did William Shatner have on the rocket yes. industry and on space exploration? 
And it was neat because William Shatner was like, this sounds asinine. Like, what are we talking about? But when you talk to the scientists, they're like, core memories as a kid was Star Trek. <laughs> and the, the idea that we could get out into space and we could explore space and find new things and find new worlds and blah, blah. So, you know, you, I mean, you can make the argument that that franchise and Gene Roddenberry really has driven a lot of our investigation or, or at least people in the direction of getting into that industry and therefore that industry has, uh, has benefited from it. So war games and maybe weird science, <laughs> did, that, did that drive you to maybe want to be an IT and create your own woman, Matt? Is that what we're saying? It, it could be. I'm just <laughs> I mean, I your wife. I does look a, your wife does look a little Kelly LeBrockish. I'm just saying. Yeah, there you go. I'll, we'll have to come up with a, a a word or a phrase that will stump the uh, cyborg to figure out if she's live or not. Just like you had the issue with Jerry knocking on your door yesterday and uh, yes. giving you a yes. run for uh, yeah <laughs> yeah 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 the the uh, the Jerry robot yeah. All right, Tim, how about you? iRobot. iRobot. Just go straight uh, so to the word 2004 robot. film, uh, Will Smith. I think we all know the movie. The movie is is set in the year of 2035, which isn't too far away. Was it 12 wow. years? And the premise of the movie is I, Will Smith plays a, a police officer. He's not a big fan of these these robots and at that time robots were very popular you could see it in the movie and robots were created by a company called u.s robotics in the movie but the twists and turns of the movie are will smith despises the whole machine learning ai concept he drives a um, gas-powered combustible car He's not about the robots. He can't stand them. He doesn't want any robots in his house where most people have them in their house, helping them out with various things. It's in the movie. But he ends up investigating the death of the, I believe, the the original president or the owner of U.S. Robotics. And it ends up being a, a plot twist and a, uh, I would say, a um, kind of a thriller. But the other twist to it is he doesn't like the robots because they seem to be intelligent and they're trying to eradicate the human race, kind of like Skynet and Terminator. But there's one robot in, gen in, in all of that, which plays one of the characters named Sony, that's a good robot. And the good robot has kind of sense about him where he's sympathetic to the humans. Um, there's three rules he's supposed to be following. He follows those. He's enforcing those. And then Will Smith eventually comes around and, and accepts Sony. And, but at the same time, Will Smith also has a robotic arm. He he lost, I guess, one of his limbs in an accident. So, it you get wrapped up in the story about kind of the dynamics between Will and Sony, and Will and the rest of the the robots. But then you realize, like, if you really just step back and look at it, is Sony is is learning has learned to look at things like a human would where there's good and bad and it's not just ones and zeros uh, and will smith kind of catches on it takes him a while catches on to that and then you've got a, another group of robots that all they want to do is eradicate the human race so it you're taking robots and you're putting them in roles as villains and superheroes almost and you're you're kind of normalizing it as if a robot is capable of thinking 
and deciding which side he wants to be on. So, um, yeah, probably one of my favorites as a kid, but definitely now I look at it differently, especially, you know, at my age and all the things that, that we're now talking about just this year with AI. Yeah, I do like that movie a lot. That's one that when it comes on, most of these movies we're talking about, actually, I think when they come on, I watch them just, to, it's the, oh, yeah. No it's matter the, where they pick up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because um, I, I wonder when you look back on kind of the history of all of that, it, most time, well, not most times, a lot of the time when it is artificial intelligence uh, and, and or robotic, you end up in the men have created artificial women uh, sort of genre, right? Like, like uh, Deus Ex ex machina or whatever kind of a more uh, recent movie you could argue was a kind of a sex bot kind of um movie uh, at least the idea was that the guy had created a was creating a robot and wanted to see if he could get it to effectively control and influence this other guy um and then you know certainly weird science uh, the sex bots i think you brought up uh, in austin powers uh, and so my my uh, my thought. So we're gonna get into the open source now. Uh, and my open source, I I think it, I think it was yesterday. I couldn't remember it, but and I don't know if this was actually it, but um, it was. How do we know that artificial intelligence, as we know it today, is actually a woman? Uh, it's because it's never wrong, and it's not interested in us at all. <laughs> <laughs> What you say? <laughs> uh, so anyways, all right. So uh, Matt, do you have uh, anything you want to share open source today? Uh, I went with the, uh, I, I, I pivoted off of weird science, my childhood, just growing up with Mr. Wizard. And since science was kind of in the name of my movie, uh, science jokes uh, that I found. Um, what did one tectonic plate say to the other after it bumped into it? <laughs> Sorry, my fault. Ah. A little dad humor. Um, another one, a little bit more on the uh, uh, need to think a little bit on this one. What is the quickest way to determine the sex of a chromosome? Hold down its genes, genes, G E N E S, chromosome X Y. You didn't have to spell it. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, it's a good visual joke. So I ruined really, it. Let me I do feel, it again. Let me do I it feel, again. I Hold feel down bad. its jeans. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad that you felt you had to explain that to Tim and I. <laughs> I well, I don't know. I mean, you are IT nerds, so I guess I should have assumed, but um, hey, maybe that we get it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. guess I did. I Matt, underestimated the audience. <laughs> what Read the room, it? Matt. Read the room. <laughs> does it? It does not. Uh, it has nothing to do with, with uh, IT or anything. But um, I like the. Do you know the difference between a bad joke and a good joke timing? <laughs> all right tim how about yourself tim's still processing that one he is he's still yeah. trying to figure out jeans 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 pull down its jeans what wait a chromosome wears clothes what but you spelled it i can't get over that you're like jeans <laughs> but it's good though i like it. hey i'm still a novice at this comedy thing you know i'm, I'm easing into it you know maybe by show 20 i will have it down you know but thanks for the feedback in real time you know i think that's how we get better you know you don't wait a week 
it's hey, timely. We got to be funny point. too, right? We got timely feedback. We got to we got to have uh, we got to have the opportunity to bust each other's chops in this meeting. Well. Uh, I want to learn, so bring it in and type comments on my my comedy repertoire, and I'll yeah. uh, take the feedback and run with it. Absolutely. Or oh, one of our followers. <laughs> Tim's Tim's tired. Tim, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. What's on, your Tim. What's your, uh, your brain's hurting, Tim? Come that, on, that, that follower is my aunt. Right now, it's my aunt's following us, and she committed oh, to liking. She hasn't commented yet. But <laughs> so no aunt jokes is what we need to do to not ruin our one our one. <laughs> so in my uh, in my hey, ten hey. plus years, fifteen plus years in the industry, over time I've learned to hate every data center that I've walked into. <laughs> every data center there's one exception well most data centers i would say not every data center. most data centers i walk into um i just hate and there's one in particular in europe that has a policy where they will not house ibm branded equipment which is unbelievable and when i walked in there because I, I actually went on site this particular data center in Italy, they told me at the front desk, they're like, Hey, listen, by the way, and I, I hated data centers even more at that point, especially after doing all that traveling from the U S they're like, by the way, Tim, we do not allow any IBM branded equipment. That's the only data center that I think I, I ever liked was that. Data <laughs> <center>. <laughs> They're I got to work on the delivery, but that's timing. That's it for today's stand-up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast. It's a weekly process to find the funny. And you are front row at the birth of new comedy. We hope. Don't forget, this is open source comedy. Just like developers would add to open source code, we want you to add change and then feel free to use this yourself share it with your co-workers and other it professionals remember if you share something with somebody else not only will you make their day brighter but you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it have a great day thank you <laughs>